Nemá Demon. <laughs> Welcome to the Geek Squared Show, the show where we talk about the things that we talk about. My name's Emma. And I am not Emma, decidedly. I am Tilly. Are you sure? No. We are approximately halfway through the season, so we thought we would take a break from talking about all the things that we talk about and talk about something slightly... Less interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Perhaps less interesting and something that makes us slightly uncomfortable ourselves. Before we talk about anything... We need to share with you a podcast that we have become friends with. Yes, we are going to have them talk a little bit about themselves. So without further ado, take it away, ladies. Hi, I'm Karen. And I'm Colleen. And this is Books, Movies, and Musicals. Oh Oh my. Come join us as we discuss our favorite childhood stories in analytical and honest ways. Most recently, we've been discussing Harry Potter and Disney princesses. We have so many more ideas and we can't wait to go through them with you. So keep it magical and leave a little magic wherever you go. Bye. So that was books, movies and musicals. Oh, my. They are available on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. They've been talking a lot about Harry Potter recently. So naturally, we are fans. They also delve into the classic tales of Cinderella and Beauty and the Beast. They've been talking about those recently. So check them out. And now check us out. Over the course of the past week or so, we have taken a bunch of popular personality tests and sorted ourselves into popular houses, factions, etc. from popular books, TV shows, movies, video games, in hopes that maybe you guys will appreciate learning about your favorite podcast hosts. Ding! That's us. (laughs) Gotta add a ding. So which one do you want to start off on? Do we need to add any pretext to any of these quizzes? I mean, I don't think so. A few of them we already knew where we were placed. And a few of them were tests that we actually took, like the Myers-Briggs test and the the Enneagram. We'll get into those later. Um, But I think a good place to start off with is the Harry Potter (laughs) Hogwarts house (laughs) sorting. (laughs) Earlier this week... We kind of baited you guys with this, oh, what Hogwarts house do you think we are? Uh, just to see what you guys would think, because it is it is very interesting to try and guess somebody's Hogwarts house or like personality in general. I always try to guess people's Hogwarts houses. I think it's really fun. Unfortunately, because we pre-record these episodes, we can't really talk about the results from the, the little tests that we gave you guys. But I would just like to start this off by saying that people often think I'm a Hufflepuff, mm. which like I see. For sure. Because on the outside, I'm friendly and I'm a reliable person and I'm a good listener. And I think I'm a pretty good friend. It's just about time to tell you, you are the worst friend. (laughs) (laughs) You suck. You are disowned. That's my cousin. Never rely on you for anything. Casually does 90% of the work. (laughs) We talked about the Hufflepuff traits in a previous episode and got into some of the negative aspects of each house. And I, I do have self-esteem issues and I'm a bit of a wallflower in many social situations like I just like to stay under the radar so if you guessed I was a Hufflepuff that's a really good guess everyone's all of the houses yeah yeah <laughs> like, like that's true. there's no person that's just one mm-hmm. but like I feel like everyone has a dominant or like a dominant dominant one and yeah. then like a sub like a, a secondary one yeah sorry to say I am not in Hufflepuff but I would say that's my secondary one I also thought that 
maybe you guys would think I was a Ravenclaw because of how I am on the show. The research and always thinking of a million different things all at once. Sometimes you can tell by just the way that I conducted a conversation. And I love learning new things and being in learning environments and teaching environments. Um, and upon uh, upon first impression, sometimes it just depends on the situation because of the person I am. In some situations, on first impressions, I can be like super closed off and private, which is also a huge Ravenclaw thing. Though. I am also not a Ravenclaw. She is a Slytherin. No, also incorrect. <laughs> Process of elimination, I am a Gryffindor. You might have guessed that from the way I act on the show because I'm like this big goofball and I'm really loud and I make fun of myself. I think the the main reason people will would not put me in a Gryffindor is because they're like, oh, but Gryffindors are really like brave and outgoing and leaders. But like you'll get on stage and sing. Exactly. I will get on stage and thing and thing and thing and thing. Yeah, just do your thing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, basically, yeah. <laughs> I will get on stage and sing. If we have events, I'm the first person to volunteer to be the MC. I just need to be in my comfort zone in order to be myself which yeah. is a Gryffindor. And I'm a leader. My day-to-day -day job is a leader position. I would say very much so. You are the Hermione. I don't want to toot my own horn, but I also agree. Like, not only do you have a cat. Yeah, true, true. Not only <laughs> did you get good grades in school. I, I wouldn't say I was, I was like... Better grades than me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wouldn't <laughs> say like... I, I don't want to say nerd because like... You have a good work ethic, though. I do. I have a very good work like ethic. Like, if, if something needs to be done, case in point, this podcast. Yeah, and that's something that I pride myself on, so... I guess that is a Gryffindor trade as well. So yeah, Gryffindor, that is me. Griffin Puff. Yes, very much so a Griffin Puff. Griffin, Griffin Huff. Huff. <laughs> Griffin Huff, I like that one. If you don't know me personally, and you guessed I was a Gryffindor. Congratulations. Congratulations, <laughs> first of all. It was probably because of the Splain that episodes. I have the passion of a thousand sons. The women! <laughs> that too. <laughs> all right, go ahead, Dilly. Well, I don't really know what people are going to think I am. So I, I'm very enigmatic i suppose <laughs> which i guess is a ravenclaw trait i'm not a ravenclaw <laughs> like am i though i don't see here's the thing here's the thing me and emma have had like countless conversations about this where i'm like yeah i'm a slytherin and she's like no <laughs> i'm like what do you mean and she's like yeah you're a ravenclaw and i'm like okay <laughs> when it comes down to it you took the pottermore quiz and it said you're a slytherin yeah. that's the most important quiz and if it says you're a slytherin you're a slytherin yeah. i can't argue like with it. i have gotten ravenclaw as well though, mm -hmm. but i've never gotten hufflepuff and i've never gotten gryffindor which is so strange to me because i feel like you have a lot of hufflepuff qualities as well but maybe they're just not your strongest quality like, i mean like i said earlier like Everyone's everything. Yeah. Like I have traits in all of them, as does everyone. Yeah. This is this is what happens every time. The more I think about it, the more I'm like, am I Ravenclaw? <laughs> or am I Hufflepuff? But I feel like it, you can't think about it too much because I've also started thinking about it too much. I'll be like, oh, am I actually a Hufflepuff? Like, is this a lie? Did I just choose Gryffindor because they're like the heroes? <laughs> Did I just choose Slytherin because yeah. they're the villain? <laughs> That's the thing. It's like, ugh, I don't know. Did I also tailor my responses to the Pottermore quiz to fit Gryffindor? Which I tried not to. I was an adult when I took that quiz. Yeah. I tried to be as honest as I could. And I, I got Gryffindor and you got Slytherin. But you've also gotten Ravenclaw. Yeah. And I took it a few times. And one time out of the maybe four or five that I did, I got Hufflepuff. And all the the others were Gryffindor? Yes, because there are, there are multiple questions, I believe, to the Pottermore quiz, and you can get certain ones. Mm -hmm. Well, it depends on the order, too. I feel like sometimes if you're asked questions in a different order, you'll respond to them differently. Yeah, you, you know kind of I mean? reflect. Yeah, exactly. Like that being said, if you were placed on that stool at the age of 11, do you think Gryffindor would be what you're in? I think so. I always try to do the right thing. Out of all the characteristics that I've mentioned so far, that's probably my strongest one 
If you're questioning what characteristics are prominent in each house, we go over it in episode 19, which is the Sorting Hat Part 2. And then you can also check out Sorting Hat Part 1, which is episode 18. Like, I, I hate, I hate this. I hate this. Why, Why did we decide to this? do this episode? Because now I'm having a, like an existential crisis. So, okay. Since you're doubting that you are a Slytherin, what do you feel makes you a Slytherin? Just my, like, opportunistic, any situation, I'll find holes to poke and just, like, use them to my advantage which I guess can be cunning, but like, I'm not a bad person. <laughs> like, that makes me sound like such an asshole. But like, I'll be having a conversation with someone and as they're saying things, like 18 different trains of thought are all going in like every direction, scheming. See, all these words are making me seem really awful. <laughs> like, I'm not trying to say that Tilly I'm is like, not an awful person, I can vouch. I am a Gryffindor. I'm just trying to keep the peace, man. <laughs> uh, like, I see. especially in like groups of people or mm -hmm. if I'm talking to someone, oh, but maybe that's a Hufflepuff because <laughs> then like <laughs> well, that's loyalty. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I understand because I'm also a peacekeeper. I don't know how to say this without also making you sound like a bad person. Because <laughs> it's like not, it. it's it. not like a poor characteristic, it. but it could be That's used in a That's poor way. Like I have, yeah. I definitely have the capacity to be an evil person. Like I could turn the other way and just watch the world burn. I very much so have that like disgust for like humankind <laughs> and like all that. However, <laughs> I put that aside and I'm like, no, let's make things better. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And you like spoiler alert for for our Sorting Hat episodes. You're very much like Jon Snow in that regard. And I put him in Slytherin so I can see it. I know exactly what you mean. <sighs> Am I a demon? <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely not. Definitely not. Am I the second coming of Voldemort and I just don't know it yet? <laughs> I feel like this is why I'm a Slither Claw or Slither Raven. Like, you know when the right thing is the right thing. Yeah. Mm, I see where you're going with this. Sometimes the rules got to be bent, you know? <laughs> like, that's all I'm saying. So, like, that's, I, I think, where the Slytherin quality comes in. Yeah. It's like, I guess it's ambition. I don't know if ambition is the right word. If I can bend things to favor the people that I care about, I'm going to do it. Yeah. And if yeah. I respect that. If your friend did something wrong, you would be like, no. Yeah. And I'm not going to pretend that they're like, I'm not going to be like, oh, yeah, well, what I can justify what you did by yeah. A, B and C. I'm going to be like, yeah, no, yeah. what you did was wrong because of X, Y, Z. Yeah. And that's fair. Like, that's a very good quality to have. Yeah. And I would do the same, except no one would ever know about it. You're more of like a, a silent treatment guy. Whereas I'm more of like a confrontational. That is absolutely one main difference between us. But I feel like the whole influencing others thing is either Gryffindor because you're doing the right thing and inspiring others. Or it could be Slytherin where yeah. you're, you're influencing people to make decisions based on what you tell them. Sometimes evil is necessary. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I can respect that. Like that might not be right. But if it gets you to where you need to be, okay. But I'm not going to do it. If you want to do it, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. Okay. Let me let me pose this question. Yeah. If I killed someone oh. and I was like, Emma, I need help burying the body and like keeping this a secret. I have no doubt that you would keep the secret. You are very loyal and, yeah. and all that. But like, would you help me deceive hundreds of people and lie to the cops and like scheme and do all that? I feel like I would help you. But then I would I would do like, you know, that noble thing where it's like, OK, here's your path. Peace. <laughs> like, don't ever talk to me again. <laughs> Unless you're going to like fix yourself. Yeah. I don't ever want to see you again. <laughs> OK. I, you know, that's very Griffin Puff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I respect that. Whereas like if you killed someone. You know what? I just realized the fact that I'm posing the question about killing someone. Yeah, like, that's the <laughs> thing. Like, you're like, if you killed someone, I'm like, first of all, I wouldn't. Yeah, exactly. As soon as that came out of my mouth, I was like, that would never happen. <laughs> so, 
Gryffindor. Slytherin. <laughs> and that's that. I think that sums it up. I am not a murderer. <laughs> I just want yes. to disclose this. Anyways, my Ravenclaw qualities is that I just like being alone. <laughs> you like being alone. And I think you're you're like pretty smart. Decision wise, you don't always make the best decisions. But like who does always make the best decisions? That's impossible. Like if I need to know some random information about something, yeah. I'm going to ask you. You're like the first person I'm going to ask. <laughs> just the way you get into the dorm rooms for each of these houses. Your two are your two. And yeah. my two are my two. Oh my god, I love food. A fat lady singing. That's me. Like, you would vibe with her all <laughs> the would, time. I would vibe with the fat lady. You'd be sitting there singing with her. Yeah, you'd I would. You'd be like, yo, yo, get that glass to break, <laughs> bring, son. Bring the glass again. <laughs> and then also you'd be in the kitchen like, yo, what up? Yeah. <laughs> Help me up some food. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm just like in the dungeon. And then also, let me solve a riddle. <laughs> if I had to solve a riddle every time I wanted to get into like my own bedroom, I would go insane. So I don't think I'm a Ravenclaw. Mm. <laughs> that probably just like eliminated that one. <laughs> okay, I think we have exhausted the uh, the house yes, sorting. Yes. Let us move on. For anyone who is further interested in the Harry Potter side of things. All y'all Harry Potter fans. Yeah, all your Potterheads. All your Potterheads. All you Potterheads. <laughs> we found out what our wand is made out of, the core and the wood, and we did our Patronus test. My Patronus is a polecat, which for you non-British people like us, that is a ferret. Technically, that's a ferret. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and I am a mare, a.k.a. a horse. <laughs> <laughs> a female horse. Oh, is that what that means? Yeah, a mare. And a stallion is a male horse. Uh-huh. Unless it is neutered, then it is a gelding. Uh-huh. See, these are the kinds of things that, like, you know sometimes. Like, what I just did. <laughs> yeah, like, how do they how do they make artificial flavors and smells? Uh, esters. <laughs> yeah, see, I don't know. <laughs> I've, I've made those before. <laughs> <laughs> and um, our wands. Mine is elmwood with a phoenix feather core, 10 inches, pliant, and flexible. So in the words of uh, Ollivander himself, and therefore, you know, Pottermore, elm wands prefer owners with presence, magical dexterity, and a certain native dignity. Of all the wand woods, Elm, in his experience, or is this J.K. Rowling talking? In their experience, produce the fewest accidents, the least foolish errors, and the most elegant charms and spells. These are sophisticated wands capable of highly advanced magic. Also, I think whether it's being spoken by Ollivander or J.K. Rowling, they're the same person. I mean, you're right. (laughs) (laughs) I think the Elmwood is very fitting for me because... I always put 100% of myself into my work when I when I truly care about things. Yeah, when it says complex spells, like that to me is fitting. I'll just go ahead and say the Phoenix Feather Core. We both have Phoenix Feather Cores. We are bonded. So the Phoenix Feather Core is the rarest core type as well. So I have both the rarest wood and the rarest core. The Phoenix Feather is capable of a great range of magic, though they may take longer than either the Unicorn or Dragon Cores to reveal this. They show the most initiative, sometimes acting on their own accord, a quality that many that many witches and wizards dislike. I would love that. I You've am got a, a second defense. <laughs> I am a very anxious person, so I feel like my wand doing whatever it wants would terrify me. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Phoenix feather wands are also pickiest when it comes to potential owners, and they're the hardest to tame and to personalize. So my wand is both very powerful, but it has a mind of its own. All right, would you like to talk about your wand? Yeah. Also a phoenix feather, 10 three-quarter inch, slightly springy, and it's made out of maple wood. What does the length have to do with it? I know I've read it a thousand times, but I, I always forget. Your height and therefore your arm span. I'm pretty sure that's all it is. And what does the flexibility mean? I think that's just like your temperament. You're slightly springy. Okay, so maple. Those chosen by maple wands are by nature travelers and explorers. They are not stay-at-home wands. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer ambition. So they're Oh, snap. Maple wands are the most costly. 
See, okay, this is another thing that I don't think I'm Slytherin. Like, I don't care about status. <laughs> Here's the thing. We we are we are very fond of wands, not just like Harry Potter wands. We find good sticks and we're like, yo, this a wand. <laughs> yeah. Or like I have a few wands that are are whittled from wood. And you're you're always like, yeah, man, this is a nice wand. Like, this is the good wand. I feel like that's okay, kind I of what, what it's saying. saying. Yeah. Because it says that maple is a desirable wood, and therefore it's like a quality wand. If you were to own a wand, you would own the perfect wand for you. If you had a hand-me-down wand... I'd be like, this sucks. Yeah, like if you <laughs> had your brother's awful. wand, like Ron, yeah. you'd hate it. Whose hand is this? <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. Yeah. I would want mine to be very like specific. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly. That's what okay, I'm Okay, okay. <laughs> All right. I'm a Slytherin, whatever. Um, and then you have the, the Phoenix Feather Core as yeah. well, which we also we, we went over. So you're also powerful, but unpredictable. Welcome to the club. Mm. <laughs> So why don't we move on to the very popular Enneagram. Enneagram or Enneagram? I think it's Enneagram. If I am saying it wrong, my bad. For those who don't know, the Enneagram or the Enneagram of personality is a test of the human psyche, which places you within nine different personality types that are identified using numbers from one to nine. So we are both fours, correct? Yes. Which is very interesting. My highest number was four and my lowest number was three. Mine was one. The following is from the Enneagraminstitute.com if you would like to read about each type or take the test yourself. Number four is called the individualist. Fours are self-aware, sensitive, and reserved. They are emotionally honest, creative, and personal, but can also be moody and self-conscious. I feel like that literally sums up the both of us. <laughs> Uh, they typically have problems with melancholy, self-indulgence, and self-pity. <laughs> At their best, though, they can be inspired and highly creative, and they're able to renew themselves and transform their experiences. I feel like that's true for me. Usually, if I experience something negative, I'm able to turn it into something positive or come out of it in a positive way. Sometimes it takes months or days, weeks, whatever, but I'm always coming out of things better off, I guess. I feel like both of us have the desire to learn, mm -hmm, not mm -hmm. necessarily academically. Self-reflection is very strong in both of us. Yeah. And whether it's a circumstance that we go through or even something as simple as a conversation with a stranger, it impacts us in a way that allows us to take a step back from our own perspective and then change our way of thinking for the better. Yeah. And that's actually a point here. Healthy fours are honest with themselves. They're willing to reveal highly personal, potentially shameful things about themselves because they are determined to understand the truth of their experience so that they can discover who they are and come to terms with their emotional history. I feel like we both try to do that at least. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like try. I mean, that's all you really can do, right? I don't think we're people to like run away from our own personal problems. <laughs> if you say so. <laughs> Uh, like well okay in the past i did i don't yeah anymore. we all did in the past like we were young and our brains were still developing That's like <laughs> it says here that the basic fear i was just gonna go there <sighs> it's a little too close to home i know me too me too they have no identity or personal significance <laughs> i don't want to give away too much because we are going to talk about our greatest fears in an episode yeah that hits close to home for me as well but then also the basic desire is to find themselves and their significance. I mean, that's just basic logic, right? <laughs> like, if we're, if we're scared of being yeah, no yeah. one, we're going to be everyone. Yeah, that's true. That's which, true. in and of itself, is horribly unhealthy. <laughs> <laughs> it can be. But I feel like we're, we do have low points and high points, but yeah. I feel like 
in the grand scheme, we are we are able to see that healthy four that I was talking about, even if it takes a while for us to face them head on, because it can be scary facing yourself head on. You're you're nega Scott. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it also says that fours may feel socially awkward and self-conscious, <laughs> but they deeply wish to connect with people who understand their feelings. That's uh, also 100% us. If we're not vibing with people, you'll know it. Dang. We're just like both silent, looking at each other for assistance. Yeah. Like, how do I deal with this? <laughs> yeah. But if we're vibing with people, that we're look vibing. across the room like, let's get out of here. <laughs> yeah. Final point. I don't mean to end on a negative note, but it's the last thing here. Fours typically have problems with negative self-image and chronically low self-esteem. <laughs> but we're, we're good at hyping each other up. So yeah. that is us. Number four. Uh, let's talk about another franchise that we love. Oh, okay. Uh, Lord of the Rings. We have talked about Lord of the Rings many times. So uh, I'm Pippin. And I'm Mary. <laughs> yep. I'm the singy-songy. Hey, Gandalf told me not to tell the steward of Gondor that, you know, Boromir died saving me. But I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> I'm the peace. I'm gonna go to war. <laughs> I'm a fool of a took. For real though, like other than the singy songy, I'm Pippin and you're Mary. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm pretty sure I'd touch that. Uh, I can't remember what the, the ball thing is called. You would be telling me not to touch it, but then also touch it. Don't touch it. I'll touch it later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, honestly, yes. <laughs> you're Gryffindor. You're like it's wrong to touch it. Don't touch it. And I'm like, no, let's touch it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, okay. Like, yeah, all right. <laughs> Also, we'd totally be on a table singing. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, like yeah. With, with two pints of beer. <laughs> arm in arm. Yeah. <laughs> Splashing beer on everyone. <laughs> we also did what Skyrim race we are. Uh, I'm a wood elf. I, uh, I got Nord, which makes no goddamn <laughs> sense at all. <laughs> we did a, uh, a Disney character. So my Disney princess is Rapunzel. I still think I'm Mulan, but whatever. And my Disney character, like overall Disney character is Captain Jack Sparrow, which I'm happy about, but I still think that I'm Turk from Tarzan. My Disney, like overall was Hercules. I, guess, I, I see don't that. see at all. I, I can't sing. Mm. You can go the distance. <laughs> <laughs> But my princess was Vanellope Von Schweetz, which makes perfect That's sense. That's so funny. That's totally you. I ain't wearing no dress. I ain't, <laughs> I ain't singing no songs. Put me in a race car. Yeah. And let's go. And like glitch all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Let's uh, go into a more in-depth one. You want to jump over to Myers-Briggs, 16 yeah. personalities. So this is also a really popular one. It was popular a few years ago. I remember everyone was doing it. I feel like at this point, everybody knows their four letters. If you don't and you'd like to take the test, it is very enlightening. So I would highly recommend it. This test knows who you are. <laughs> <laughs> so I got INFPT. The five dominant traits are introverted, intuitive, feeling, prospecting, and turbulent. And uh, so I'm the turbulent mediator as a type. And my role is diplomat. And my strategy apparently is constant improvement. A, a mediator is someone that possesses the introverted, intuitive, feeling, and prospecting personality traits. <clears throat> Supposedly, this is uh, a rare personality type, and we tend to be quiet, open-minded, and imaginative, and they apply a caring and creative approach to everything they do. I guess it's true. <laughs> I, I'd say that's true. Even though we're super close, we haven't like worked on a whole lot of things together. Mm -hmm. So this podcast being the first thing that we went into together, like mm -hmm. I feel like you are always pulling your weight. You give me like, far too much credit. <laughs> <laughs> like you're doing what is required. Even though I do a lot of like the editing, I don't listen to it 
beginning to end once I'm done editing. Mm. So you have to make sure that it sounds good from beginning to end. And that is a huge responsibility. every single time, I have not found a single yeah, issue. Yeah, <laughs> which is fine. But like the one time there is going to be an issue, it's going to make a huge difference, right? You have a pretty big responsibility in being the person that listens to each episode from the very beginning to the very end. You're always like consistent. You're never like, oh, I, I forgot, just post it. Like mm. you always listen to it and you always tell me that it's good and you're never just like, oh, I don't care. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, I didn't ask. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, you're always like there. You're always present. Yeah. I don't remember where I was going with that, but <laughs> now yeah, I'm just I saying nice things about yeah, you. Yeah, <laughs> now you're just hyping me up. Um, so, yeah. Um, mediators. <laughs> uh, although they may seem quiet or unassuming, mediators have vibrant, passionate inner lives. Creative and imaginative, they happily lose themselves in daydreams, inventing all sorts of stories and conversations in their minds. Yep. Yep. <laughs> That's you. Yep. That's you. These personalities are known for their sensitivity. Uh, mediators can have profound emotional responses to music, art, nature, and the people around them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> like every single one. But I found, honestly, the thing I found most interesting, it gives you other mediators. So I got the author of Lord of the Rings, William Shakespeare, Bjork, Alicia Keys, Tom Hiddleston, Julia Roberts, Johnny Depp, Frodo Baggins. Frodo! <laughs> Apparently. I don't relate to Frodo whatsoever, <laughs> but that's fine. So... Very similar to Tilly, I am an INFJ. So we only have one letter different, I believe, right? So I am... INFJ? Yeah. 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 So I am the advocate. Introverted, intuitive, feeling, and judging. Other prominent characteristics are creative, observant, avoidant, which is not on brand with what we were talking about, (laughs) but like, that's fine. Uh, Cautious and private. So four out of the five are correct. (laughs) I am the rarest personality type. Most of it is very similar to to the number four in the Enneagram. So I'm not going to talk about all of that again. The one thing I found interesting, INFJs or advocates are often called social chameleons because they have the ability to mirror personality types of people they encounter. Have I not always said I am a social sponge? Yep. Was it not you that recently <laughs> shared the information to me? that Because I, I am also a social chameleon. And the reason, supposedly... Oh, yes. I did say this. It just comes from trauma. Yeah, it's... it's <laughs> honestly, the, the, I, I, like, I can't say 100% this is a true fact, but I have heard from many sources that being a social chameleon, a social sponge, whatever you want to call it, is a sign of unprocessed trauma, which I believe I have some of if not a lot of i have never really gone to therapy i probably should i have not done it anyway let's not advocate for poor (laughs) mental health um famous advocates martin luther king jr marie kondo lady gaga john snow lord varus gandalf aragorn prince caspian professor lupin aaron burr sir you would want to be in the room where it happens. <laughs> I would. <laughs> um, Pocahontas and Ragnar from Vikings. I included that one because you watch Vikings. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So those are our, those are all 16 of our personalities. <laughs> we also, uh, we were talking about Game of Thrones. I'm a Stark. That's my house. Yes, you are a Stark. Mm-hmm. I got Martell. Like, we don't really know a lot about Martell. We don't. We know Oberyn and, and the guy in the wheelchair. I, I'm bad with names. I'm sorry, guys. I love Game of Thrones. Well, you're definitely not Oberyn. Not, well, no, I'm not flashy. I'm not, yeah. I'm not boastful. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Unless. Unless. <laughs> I don't think I'm on myself. Okay. I think we are both Targaryens. <laughs> That's fine. I have said before that I think Gryffindors and Slytherins are very similar. Mm. I think Starks and Targaryens are similar for the same reasons. 
So with that, with the throne um, or to a crisp, do you feel doing these tests were helpful? Do you feel like you have learned anything? Uh, I feel like I have learned that the crisis that I have with self-identity is going to continue oh, for no. many years <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> until I reach the ripe old age of on my deathbed. <laughs> oh my God. And then I'll be like, you know what? You know what? I'm a Slytherin flatline. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm a, I'm a, a swat. A swat. Was he going to say Stark or Slytherin? Oh. I also feel like if you ask me these questions a year from now, I'll probably answer some of them differently. But I, I also felt that some of the things that I suspected about myself or that I felt very strongly about myself are now like true. <laughs> and I shouldn't I, I like I shouldn't be like, oh, the test said they're true. So there must be true. Yeah. Like even if you and I spent every second together at the end of the day, I would only know the you that I see. True. I wouldn't know you as you yeah like just exist and do what you want to do and hopefully what you want to do are good things <laughs> i was gonna say that so i'm glad you clarified <laughs> <laughs> like if you're gonna go and destroy a city with your dragon and like you know be crazy like yeah i'll probably stab you <laughs> i would like to compare daenerys to a certain world war ii someone <laughs> oh no anyway that wraps up this episode thank you guys for listening my name's Emma. Mine is not. I'm Tilly. Are you sure? No. <laughs> I asked you this before and you said maybe. <laughs> Perhaps. This is the Geek Squared Show, the show where we talk about the things that we talk about. Social media is all down below if you guys want to give us a follow, along with our Buy Me a Coffee if you would like to fund the chaos. We release new episodes every Monday, so tune in and have a great day. My favorite character is Arya, and Daenerys is my wife, but I am Jon Snow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I would uh, like to clarify because Arya, I, I constantly talk about those three characters. Yeah. Arya is your favorite sibling. Yes, yes. Daenerys is your honey bun. <laughs> <laughs> Who I unfortunately killed. Yeah.